If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Between the Lines, of sports gambling podcast. So we have a very special episode today where we're going to be discussing the Masters Tournament, which is starting tomorrow. It's the granddaddy of them all. And as always, I'm here, your host, Connor Williams, and I'm here with co-host Aiden Sullivan. And today we have a special guest. So this is one of my boys from, from work, from caddying, my second job caddying. Um, and his name is Dave, and he's one of the best handicappers I know in golf. So <laughs> I thought it'd be I thought it'd be great to bring him on, and we'd love to have him here. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, boys? How you doing? What's going on? I'm about a 20 handicap, so <laughs> I, I know my I know my stuff. Hey, I, I mean betting wise. I wasn't talking about your actual golf oh, game. Okay, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, before we start, I think it would be helpful since is uh, for Dave to. A little bit to, for you to discuss your strategy a little bit. So when you're betting on majors or just turn, golf tournaments in general, like what's your what's your strategy? Like what do you what do you do like in terms of betting? Yeah. So first, I just look at the course. You know what, you know what style of player is going to fit well into that course. Um, you know, if it's a, a shorter course, you know maybe some some guys good on approach, strokes gained approach, uh, putting, etc. I mean, putting is pretty much good at every course. Uh, but yeah, just looking at the course first, then I, I like to go course history, look at the past few years, see, seeing their trajectory, seeing if they're moving, improving on the course the past few years, and really who's been playing hot, you know, past few weeks. So I kind of put that all together and then I kind of make a list. So, you know, I'm usually betting, I, I bet golf pretty much like every week this year. So I've had good success. It's just really just, uh, and you don't necessarily have to pick an outright winner. If you're waiting the top 20s, top 30s, uh, you could make a decent living just, you know, racking up some top 20s on, on guys that have just played consistently well, you know, at a certain course. Um, so it's definitely that. But, yeah, I pick about 20 guys and definitely hedge my bets, you know, allocate, you know, X amount to an outright win and then a certain amount top 20 or, or what have you. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I, I love getting into some props too, but, uh, yeah. What, what about you guys? How, how are you, how are you playing this? Sweet. Yeah. So for me, at least, um, I usually pick, um, I pick a bunch of guys to win. So I think right now I have six or seven guys. I, I like to win just to win the tournament. Um, just guys I'm going to spend a little bit of money on. Um, and I also love to do the top 10, top twenties as well. I don't, I admittedly, I don't really go out to the top thirties. I go probably as far as top 20 mm. when I do my picks, but, I, I just sprinkle money based on um, who's hot. Well, yeah, who's hot, um, who plays well in this case, who plays well at Augusta. 
every, every single year when they play. Um, and, and yeah, and the guy, the guys that are hot to pick the, the top 10, like consistent, you know, top 10, top 20 finishers are, the, are my favorite bets by and far when it comes to, to betting golf. Yeah, I agree. I, I like doing the finishing positions. I thought, uh, I did it, I did it pretty much throughout the summer. Um, a lot of uh, finishing positions. I usually stick to like the top 20, like you said, Connor, top 30 at the most, but I think that's a lot where you can find some really good value, especially depending on the course and everything. But, um, for the masters, yeah, kind of, I kind of like to look at like what they've done there pretty consistently. Like for example, a guy like Ricky Fowler, you know, that he's usually going to be around the top 20, top 30 at least. So I look to kind of consistency. Obviously this is COVID threw a wrench into this year's masters. Obviously it's usually in April, but, um, yeah, I like to look at how the course is going to play. I think there's supposed to be some rain this year, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Yep, yep, for sure. And best best week in golf. I mean, obviously, much very delayed. The term is usually in April, but I mean, it's it's November. Um, I'm just glad we're having it. I'm ex- I'm so excited for this weekend. So, mm. all right, yeah. So, that, yeah. So, without further ado, let's let's talk about some people we like to win. So, let's go around here, Dave. Who do you like to win this tournament outright? Okay, so I definitely, I mean, yeah, as I said, I have a bunch of guys. Now, historically in the Masters, not a lot of, say, these lower odds guys have been hitting the past years. Usually it's, it's like, you know, odds of 20 to 1 plus in between like 20 to like 101. I know a few years ago it was like Danny Willett. I forget what odds he was at. He's probably like definitely higher than 80 to 1. But, uh, yeah, I'm basically going to do a barbell approach. So I, I, like, um, I like Rombo. I like John Rom. I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys saw that, uh, that hole-in-one two days ago. Yeah, that, that was been insane. One of the that was, that was, the, I mean, that was, that was like VJ Singh. It was that exactly was like VJ Singh. fucking Sing nuts. As soon as I saw that, I was like, done. I'm sold. So I put <laughs> – I mean, it wasn't even just like the skipping across the wall. It was like yeah. the line of the green after – I mean, that was like – 80 feet after it went onto the green. It was insane. Like, it was unbelievable. You would think that those odds are like a million to one to skip a shot on one. But uh, yeah, I was pretty sold on that. And he's playing well. <laughs> he could bomb the ball. Um, I mean, it's not a super long course, but uh, I think, you know, guys that can hit decent, especially as you mentioned, it's supposed to be wet. I think I saw rain uh, for tomorrow, but and then it's just supposed to clear up on the weekend. So, you know, guys that maybe aren't really bombers that have played this course well might not, you know, do so well because they're not going to get the role that they maybe had in the past. Um, but, yeah, from that top range, I, I like Rom, and it kind of sucks. Obviously, 10 to 1 for an outright bet is yeah. so shit. But a little uh, recommendation. If you go on FanDuel right now, like I put 50 on ROM, but they have a promo so you can spin a wheel and it's like either you get $1 to $5. And so if you bet 50 bucks or more on a golfer for every birdie or Eagle that they get, you get, you know, whatever you land on, on the wheel, say you land on three bucks, you'll get three bucks for every birdie or Eagle they have in the round. So it's like, you know, almost a free bet at that point. So if if you're concerned about these deep odds, like I'm staying away from Bryson seven and a half to one now. Um, Agreed. I'm not. Yeah. Everyone's, I feel like a lot of money is going on Bryson. I just, and he's going to try to break the course, but I mean, (laughs) he's going to take on a lot of risk. He's probably going to do some wild like tee shots 
And, you know, with great risk, risk comes great reward, but um, I'm just not feeling it. I, I, I don't think he's going to do well. So from that top range, I, I like Rom. I like JT. JT's playing well. Brooks actually played really well last week, and I, he's had a cold year, but uh, something I'm considering. I like Cantley, and right now my biggest allocation is Reed. Everyone hates Patrick yeah. Reed. I don't know. What, do you, what are your guys' thoughts on Reed? 30 to 1. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I like Patrick Reed, too. I think he's really good value there in 30 to 1 odds. Um, and he's already won a Masters. He always plays well here. So I, I think there's absolutely value there. Uh, he's one of my favorites to win, too. I agree. I like him a lot. Um, obviously, like you said, he, he's won here before. I, he also Didn't he also go to, like, Augusta University? That's where he golfed at in yeah. college? Yeah, he did. So he's pretty familiar with that area. But obviously, that's not the same thing. But – um yeah i like him from that group um also from the top group like you said i, I i'm on J- justin thomas i think he's been pretty consistent since covid started i think he's one of the better um golfers in terms of strokes gained on approach shots i think that's where his bread and butter is which could be huge here in the masters so i think him at uh i believe it's a 12 to 1 right now or 13 yeah, to 1 last 12, time yeah, i saw 12 to 1 on fanduel mm-hmm. I, I like his odds a lot Agreed. Agreed. I, I, he's one of mine too. So, so for me at least, um, so my favorites to win the tournament. Um, I, I think I agree. I agree with you, Dave and Aiden. I don't think there's any value at all in, in Bryson eight to one or seven and a half to one. The best I found was eight to one, and I, I think there's zero value there. I don't. I'm not taking that at all. And DJ, same thing. I, I think he's. I, I get it's, it's DJ and all, but I don't see any value in eight to one. Um, those are the two top favorites that I, I found in pretty much every sports book I looked at. But for my for my favorite stuff, at least I think Rom is absolutely value. Um, he's he's nasty. He can hit the ball a long way. He's so, so super steady. Just a great golfer. And I mean, yeah, I agree with you, Dave. That whole one sold me. <laughs> that, that really sold me. So I, I'm going to put some money on that. Um, JT is also one of my my favorites as well. It goes without saying. Um, um, I also another couple of my other favorites besides Patrick Reed, who I mentioned, Tony Finau. Mm. I love Tony Finau. Tony Finau is plus three thousands on FanDuel. Um, he's dude. He's so he's so steady. He's in basically every single he, tournament he plays in. He's either top ten, top is. twenty every single tournament. And in the PGA tournament, PGA Championship specifically, he finished fourth. I remember I had money on him to win, and I was super pissed. He played really well the last day, but yeah. um, I can't remember who who won the tournament. Um, who played really well the last day? That I can't remember off the top of my head, but. He played. He played. He's super steady. He's plus three thousands is what it is now. You know, I think you got him at what plus thirty four hundred a couple of days yep. ago. Uh, yeah, the odds are down to plus three thousand pretty much everywhere. So, so yeah, I like that pick a lot him. too. I also, I mean, just even just to hedge it a little bit, as I, I, I like the value just for him top ten finish at plus two twenty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like absolutely. you said, he's pretty much just automatic. Masters or not, I mean, I feel like he's always in the contention for almost every tournament that he's in. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I'm just. I'm concerned of betting outright Finau. Like, the guy doesn't close. He really Agreed. doesn't yeah. close. And, but, like, I, as Aiden just mentioned, I, I'm looking on uh, DraftKings right now. Plus 250 top 10. I would hammer that. Yeah. I would hammer that. Yeah. That's great value. I got on that, too. I mean, I've seen him come so close to winning tournaments. He just can't close. Like, he's a mental midget in that regard. I remember – He's like yeah, Ricky. I think earlier this year he was yep. in a playoff, and uh, or who I don't know if it was a playoff or he was like about to close and he like three putted or something, just 
totally guys in his head, but he he's consistent. And so, yeah, top 10, 250, ship it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm on that too. Um, I and think then, Dave uh, also touched yeah, upon as Patrick Cantley. Sorry to interrupt. I, I like him a lot. I know yep. that he, I know that he hasn't played that well since COVID started, but I think the last three outings, he's had, he's had a pair of top 10 finishes. Um, and he last weekend at, or a couple weeks ago at, um, he outplayed Justin Thomas and Rom down the stretch for his last victory. So, I mean, I, I like him down the stretch. I think he'll be down there. I'll be. He should be in the close to the top twenty at the end. So, I, I like his ads. I believe he's at twenty five hundred right now. Yeah, twenty five um, on Fanduel. I think he's. I think he's a pretty good um, semi long yeah. shot. He won the Zozo Championship last month, that and then it. he yep. also got a top it. ten at the Shriners Hospital uh, or t- uh, eighth. Tied for eighth. So, he, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. He was very cold. I was off him all year. But he's coming into form, and he plays well at the Masters. Last year, he was top ten. He, he was tied ninth. Yeah, he, he, he finished was, ninth. He was, he was, yeah, he was in contention down the stretch. I think he just fell apart on that back nine against Tiger. Yeah, but. I think that's a great bet to, to barbell, like, a top ten, top 20, and then, you know, a ha- allocate half to, like, an outright bet. And then that way you're pretty hedged. And I think it's, um, you know – Good strategy there. Agreed, and um, I think my the other two guys or other one guy I have um, I I can't lay as well. I really liked his his game. I think he's he's going to compete. He could potentially win this thing outright. I I like him to win. And the last one I got is uh, long. Sh- I have a couple. Yeah, who do you guys like? Too, like besides. thirty, you know, thirty to one, you know, plus. Yeah, so f- for me, I'm, I'm on Tommy Fleetwood. Ooh. Tommy Fleetwood is plus 4,500 on FanDuel and plus 5,500 on DraftKings. I, I was like, it's worth sprinkling a few bucks on. I think Fleetwood's going to compete so to, fav- to win, to win the tournament. Okay. Uh, one guy that I was looking at, not specifically to win at all, but maybe a top 20 or top 10, um, was Corey Connors. Uh, I, I liked him a lot this year. I think he, I think he has a chance to finish in the top twenty in this. Uh, I mean, it's obviously it's a really tough field, but I think that he's looked pretty good this week, and he's also really good in um, one of the things that I was looking up from a couple of different sites. Sites is that he's uh, one of the best ball uh, final round ball striking strikers in in terms of playing in back to back weeks. Mm. So I think that's important for here. I, I like Corey Connors. A good bet there for Corey Connors, if anyone's interested in some props for uh, countries. Canada, He's there's four Canadians. He's even money, plus 100. The others is Adam Hadwin, Nick Taylor, Mike Weir. I think that's a lock, even money, if you're looking to go some country bets. Yeah, you should buy and far. You should smoke the other three there. Mike Weir's not coming anywhere close to Corey Connors. <laughs> Another country bet I have: C Wu Su Wu Kim. Oh, Su Wu Kim! I love. <laughs> He's Su-woo my Kim. guy. Su-woo so Kim. you can do top three, top three Asian. He's plus one ten. I love that. He plays well at the Masters. He was tied 21st last year. Um, I'm betting top 30 on him at plus 150, and I'm betting, you know, sizable position there. And and if you want him outright top Asian, I mean, biggest competition there, I think, is Matsuyama, who played well recently. Um, He's plus 110 top Asian, but Siwoo Kim's plus 650. I think that's good value. That is interesting. Good, that's a good call, Interesting. Dave. I don't know if do you do you ever look at any um, 
group oh, betting sure. or one v one matchups? Oh yeah, matchups? for sure. Yeah, let's take a take a gander. Um, yeah, I've I, to be honest, I haven't looked too much into the uh, actual matchups. There was one I'm trying to remember that I really really liked. I'll, I'll find. Yeah, it. no, I was just wondering if Dave ever had you ever see a lot of value in that, or you seem to be pretty. Um, experience in terms of golf betting so i didn't know if you saw if you ever see that there's a lot of value in in tournament matchups or in yeah no it, it, i think that's a great way to to go um like looking at a group i actually want to discuss tiger for a minute oh yeah yeah, yeah. let's discuss tiger well, one sec the one uh, other long shot i have not i'm not gonna discuss too much is uh, is cameron champ yeah He's at plus sixty five hundred. i know it's it is a long shot for sure it's something to sprinkle a few bucks on it's to win it all uh to win the tournament I mean, the guy, he, he's been pretty decent this year. He played really, really well at the PGA Championship. He finished tied for 10th. He struggled the last rounds. Um, he, was, he was in the contention. He was in the, in the lead. I'm pretty sure he was in the league going into the last round. And he, mm. I, I don't say he choked, but he didn't play that well in the, in the fourth round, the last round. So for somebody that, that has played well in a major this year and has done halfway decent in other tournaments, I, I think there's absolutely a little bit of value there, Some, just to sprinkle a little bit. For camera champion, he yeah, gets the ball he, a mile as well. It's, it's he no hammers doubt. the ball. My only concern there with Augusta, you want someone with course history. He's a he's a debutant. Um, I'd love to get in top debutants, but uh, yeah, typically I I think it was something like like uh, someone debuting at Augusta like hasn't won in like fifty years or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah. but yeah, at any rate. Um, oh, and I also have CU right. outright five bucks is 201. Five bucks wins a thousand. I mean, you know, just sprinkle a little chips wow. like that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not, honestly? Okay, so Dave, you brought up a good point, a good segue. Um, you can't talk about the Masters, you can't talk about golf unless you talk about Tiger. So, I, people forget this Tiger is the defending yep. champion at Augusta. He's the defending champion. I know it was a long time ago. That was almost two years ago that they played the yep. 2019 masters, but it feels like years, it feels like ago. years ago, 81, but he, th- in this tournament, in this masters, he's plus 4,200 on FanDuel uh, to win it all. Dude, I, I, I got, I don't not touching that. I am absolutely not touching that in a million years. What do you guys think? Me neither. I mean, I you know, I texted earlier in the week. I kind of like Tiger Woods to miss the cut at plus two fifty or two. It sounded it sounded plus one seventy. Now I just really? checked before the show. I was going to bring that wow. up. Wow, I should have got it. I got on at plus two hundred. I'm glad you guys brought that up. Um, I I, I don't like him at all. This week. No, not and when you, when you're getting to his age, I mean, yeah, like you said, that's a year and a half ago, and you know, a year and a half to like JT is nothing, but when you're you know, over 40, a year and a half in golf is a long time. And that's like the last time he was in top form. And I mean, just recently he missed a cut and then was like tied 72nd or something. So yeah, I, I was actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Tiger to miss the cut. I did get at plus 200 a little bit. I'm sure that's moved, but it, in, in keeping with the missed cuts, just so you, uh, in case you guys didn't know, they changed the, the cut, uh, format for this year just because of the daylight so they're going to do straight up top 50 yep. instead of like uh you know a certain under par so so yeah i think you know after two days tiger's going to be outside the top 50 uh i mean i i i'm not rooting against him i i love tiger 
you know, I, I won a little money on him last year betting on the weekend, but yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Just just listen to his 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 uh his record this year. So just just go through a few of the tournaments he's played. So in twenty twenty, he finished the best he finished was in the Farmers Insurance Open back in January. He finished ninth. Then after that, he finished in the Genesis Invitational sixty eighth, the Memorial Tournament fortieth, PGA Championship thirty seventh, Northern Trust fifty eighth, and B and W Championship fifty one. Like the guy has not played well at all this year. He he's not played well at all this year. To be plus forty two hundred, if if it was anybody not named Tiger Woods, he would be like plus eight thousand. Hundred percent. There's just no way there's any value there. Yeah, definitely. And everybody wants him. Every you every it's good for golf. Everybody I know it's such a cliche cliche thing to say, but I mean Tiger and Sunday Red playing coming up the final stretch. Everybody wants to watch that. So, I mean, like you said, if it was anybody else, those those odds would be. Much, much better. For sure. And if Tiger does end up winning somehow, some way, win this, back in 2019 when he won, the sports books got absolutely hammered because they did not think he was going to win the Masters at all. And the sports books got their, their clocks cleaned. Their cl- yeah, their clocks cleaned when, they, when Tiger won. So if Tiger finds yep. a way to pull this out, uh, I mean, sports books are fucked. There's no other way to put it. But there's no way I'm putting – any money on that and there's also to make the cut he's minus 225 again i just checked just before the show no value there i take the value there at uh even at plus 170 yeah. to miss the cut i still think there's value Agreed. There. all right so let's talk about we talked a little bit about top 10 Dave, who'd you say you like for your like top 10 top 20 top 30s yeah so let's, let's start a little wider and then come in um lee westwood older guy plays very well at the masters i think top or the past eight masters for lee westwood he only finished outside the top 20 once uh so great course history course history matters at augusta uh no doubt about it so and also he was tied 13th at the u.s open um i i'm betting lee westwood uh top 30 i don't have the odds in front of me but uh Definitely good value there. As I mentioned, Siwoo Kim, top 30. That's like my lock, plus 150. Um, Another guy, Fitzpatrick, he's 66 to 1 outright. He played really well last year. Um, He he was tied 21st. So I'm betting him top 20 at plus 164. Maybe sprinkle a little on the outright 66 to 1. But he's been playing well recently. Um, he, he was tied 12th at, at Shadow Creek a uh, week or two ago. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think, uh, yeah. I like those. Yep. I like those a lot. Um, like I said before, I, I mm. have Finau top 10. Um, I like that pick a lot. And then just one kind of, not a random one, but, kind of touched upon it earlier with the success that Ricky Fowler's had. I think top 20 is almost a lock to me. I think I got him at plus 185. Um, like I said, he's just pretty much automatic at the Masters besides winning it. I mean, just dating back to 2014, his finishes are tied for fifth, tied for 12th, tied for 69th in 2016, and tied for 11th, second, and tied for ninth. So, I mean, I think a top 20 pick is almost automatic there, and I think there's some pretty good value at 175 or 165, whatever you can get it at. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. 
so for, uh, for me, for a couple of top tens, I did put a low on Fino as well to make top ten because we talked about that. The guy's automatic. Um, I also like Webb Simpson Ooh. plus two fifty. He's a guy who plays pretty well yep. at the Masters as well. I, I like. I think there's value there. A plus two fifty to finish top ten. I'm absolutely taking that. And I was thinking about Colin Moore, Carl. But again, as Dave mentioned, he's plus two eighty. But this course history matters, and playing the course a lot historically has shown that you can finish top ten. Top, if you can show you can finish top ten, top twenty at Augusta, or even win it, then like you're obviously legit. But it, you can't. You're usually the debut for these golfers is, does not go that well um, historically speaking. So. I don't know if I like Morikawa that much at plus two eighty. I'm tempted to take it because he's hot, but uh, I don't think so. Um, and then my last one, a little bit of a long shot for the top yep. ten is Scotty Scheffler. He's plus four thirty. He's plus four thirty. Yep. There's, there's absolutely value there, and he's played he's very fire. well this year. And yeah. that that's a good segue if you guys want to do uh, top debutants, and I could read I could read down the Let's odds do real quick if you want. So. Morikawa is the best odds, plus 400. Then we got Matt Wolf, plus 500. This this is a Matt Wolf. That was a guy I forgot to mention. I forgot to talk about. And this is first time playing. And then Scotty Scheffler, plus 550. Cam Champ, plus 900. Jason Kokrak, who just won, plus 900. Uh, Sungjae Im, plus 1,000. Abram Anser, plus 1,100. Uh, I won't go deeper, but what, what are you guys' thoughts there for top debutant? Matt Wolf, Matt Wolf, all day, all day. I like Wolf a lot. I, I also yep. like Kokrak. I, I've had him. I've been looking into him a lot. I, I like. I've had him in a lot of the um, some of the Masters pools that I'm in. I, I, I like his game. Like you said, he, he's just coming off a win recently. I, I think that he has a yeah, chance to shock absolutely. some people there. And and DraftKings has top four for the debutants too. So. I'm, I'm first for outright debutante. I'm gonna do a barbell of Scotty Scheffler at plus five fifty, and then Kokrak at plus nine hundred, and just you know maybe put twenty bucks each there. Um, you know, if one of those two guys win, you, you're still coming up with a nice, you know, a nice hit. But top four for Kokrak at plus two hundred. After you know he's in great form, you know, ship that. Definitely. I like that a lot. Love that. Love that. All right. And also, I yeah, got a question go just for Dave, just to kind of interrupt. What, what oh, are your thoughts I'm on glad. Spieth? What's, what's, his, what's his deal? How come yeah, he's kind he of falling been. off the plane? Um, and he's plan. like, he's played well in some tournaments early on and then just falling apart on the weekend, uh, you know, this past year and a half, I'd say. Um, but he plays well here. He, Spieth plays well. I wouldn't bet him, you know, top 20 or, or finish. I, he came 21st last year, but. I don't think he's ever had worse than that. I think that was his worst last. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Since 2014, his finishes are second, first, second, 11th, third, So, 21st. yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely not betting him outright, but uh, a bet I actually put on Spieth is leader after round one. Because I feel like he gets hot and then shits the bed on the weekend, so that's at, at plus forty five hundred. So I bet five bucks to win two thirty on on Spieth being leader after round one. Interesting. I like that. Interesting, interesting. And after the first round, like you, pretty much anything can happen. You see it a lot in tournaments where you get like no name guys somehow just going off the first round and leading. But for 
I do love those leader after the first. Yeah, get the juices too. flowing. Just to, just to like, obviously you have something. Exactly. It's like, you got something to root for, even if it's like you said, you're not choosing speed to win it outright, but maybe on that first Thursday, you're really rooting for him for that, for that first day. So I, yeah, I like, I'm that. also betting hole in one, which is minus minus one seventy five. You could do two hole in ones at plus 200. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's just a fun bet, even though plus or minus one seventy five. I might, you know, parlay that with like an NFL game that I think's a lock just to get to juice the yield, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna have some money on that as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could John Rom do it again? <laughs> Maybe that's skipping yeah, the water, mean, but why not? If you want to get excited, do that plus two hundred, two hole in ones. But um, I also see. Uh, I was, I was going to say, you know, on that same theme, if you want to bet parlay this with like other sports, top lefty, Bubba Watson minus 250, then Phil Mickelson plus 200, Yuxin Lee plus 1600, and Mike Weir plus 2000. So I, I would, I mean, I think that's just such a lock of Bubba. You know, obviously minus 250, it's not worth betting. But if you want to parlay that with like Green Bay Packers this week, you know, just to to juice some yield, I I think that's a play. Yeah, there's no way that anybody's going to be Bubble Watson. Any lefty's going to be Bubble Watson. Phil Mickelson might miss the cut, I think. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's going to play well to this weekend at all. And Mike, what what did Uh, you say Mike Weir was? Something good. That's like good value. Oh my God, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It is <laughs> good value. It really is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you just want to throw a buck on that, but yeah, no, he's not. He's not coming in. Are you guys doing any margin of victory bets, like to go to a playoff, or you know, do you? Sometimes I do two. I'll do like win by one stroke or playoff. You know, and that way, if, you know, if you throw ten bucks on each, you're still going to be profitable if one of those hits. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts there? Interesting. I saw. I was actually just looking at that earlier. I saw the Masters playoff, at least on FanDuel, was that would there be a playoff? No, was at minus four hundred. So I was a little intrigued by a playoff at plus three ninety the last time I saw. Um, but to be honest, I've never really dabbled into that stuff. Yeah, me neither. But I do really like the value on the the playoff, or even the what was the minus one odds on that? On, on that uh, day? Ooh, to win by I, one stroke. I gotta find it real quick. I don't know if you have it, but I, I like. I think it's going to be a close tournament. I think it's going to be one, two at the most. I don't have the odds in front of me either on on Fanduel, the margin of victory. But I'm pretty sure DraftKings has them, so I'm going to take a look at those. Let's see, or even, yeah. Also, one one other thing you brought up before, Dave. I want to talk about our um, our tournament matchups. I'm really yeah, let's, really let's run through by some. some of these. So, yeah. So. The first one that comes up on, on FanDuel, probably not going to touch, but it's Webb Simpson versus Colin, Colin Moore Kawa. And Webb Simpson's minus 150. Colin Ooh, is that move. plus 124. I actually bet that. I bet Webb. Yeah. Just from that logic, as I mentioned before, that like top debutants like, haven't won. And Webb just has such good history here. Now, granted, Moore Kawa is such a beast with irons, but I, I just like that, that Webb play. Yeah, one that I locked in actually. Um, I like Abraham Answer. And it's just a. It's, there's no real value here. He's minus one ten against uh, Ian Poulter. Um, oh, there's absolutely people saw last week. <laughs> no, I meant like there's not much. There's not much juice. Like you're not getting much juice there or anything. It's not 
something crazy. But Poulter actually backed out last week of Houston with back spasms. I mean, he's also a little bit older. He definitely has the yeah, definitely has the experience factor on answer. But I think that's some pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good bet right there. He's also not to include my biases here, but he's Ian Poulter's probably my least favorite golfer on tour. I've always hated that guy. Him and Ernie Els, Ernie uh, Els. are probably my my two least favorite <laughs> golfers. Ernie Els, I've heard stories about Ernie, nah, Ernie Els. Ernie sucks. He's like a huge never asshole. liked him, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> never never liked the guy. All right, uh, next one. This one also this one's also a little bit intriguing. It's John Rom versus Bryson DeChambeau. So John Rahm is minus one thirty two and Bryson is plus one hundred six. However, so outright to win the tournament, outright to win the tournament. Remember, Bryson is a favorite at plus eight hundred and John Rahm is plus a thousand, ten to one odds. So I I, I kind of like Bryson DeChambeau. I'm not gonna lie at plus one hundred six. Uh, me too, man. I I know that. I mean, I think it's going to just go one or two ways. He's either going to dominate mm-hmm. the course with his driver or he's not. Like, I, I, he could either collapse or he's just going to go off. But he just strikes me as a guy, this is what he's been building up for. I think this is, like, since COVID, this has been his his eyes on the prize. I, I think that he could either, like I said, just come out on fire or a complete disaster. But if that driver's on and he's accurate, it could be, could be yeah, a, that, a, a that bet. Yeah, that bet, I agree with you guys. I don't know. I just, you know, it's kind of like – I don't want to jinx my ROM bet. I'm just going to stay away from that one. Fair enough. All right, let's get a couple see more a, here. So there's, some, it, there's some good matchups. Finau so, and Hideki, even, even money, minus 110 each. I mean, yeah, right? Oh, give me Tony. Should we hammer this? Give me Finau. <laughs> on DraftKings. I would, where do you see that? On Dra- I <laughs> yeah. don't see that on FanDuel. That's yep. on DraftKings. I would definitely take that. I think Finau is going to beat Matsuyama by a decent margin. So, Dave, do you usually look at the 1v1 matches or do you, uh, do you like I to do stick both. to the uh, I'm like, I like make groups. every bet possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's look at some groups. So, you know, on that theme that we all agree Tiger's going to eat shit, let's look at a group that he's in because then it's just like, you know, process of elimination. You eliminate one. So I'm looking at a group here on DraftKings, Group D. There's Webb Simpson, plus 260. Adam Scott, plus 325. Tommy Fleetwood, plus 350. Matt Wolf, plus 350. And Tiger Woods, plus 350. That's, that's, that's just the for entire round tournament for the entire tournament? winner. I'm leaning towards Simpson just because of the historical value, plus 260. Yeah. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? It's either him or Wolf, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I like Wolf yeah. a lot for this tournament, but that's a tough one. And, and what's kind of trouble? Yeah, so Matt Wolf, um, he's very he's a what's what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? He starts off a little bit slow, but he always picks it up like in the third and fourth rounds. So he plays super well in third and fourth rounds, pretty much in every tournament he's in. So if you're looking for a value bet, like going down the stretch, if you want to bet like on Saturday, Sunday, look to Matt Wolf and whatever group he's playing in, and just hammer him to win. Because he he goes off on Saturdays and Sundays, so one thing that that's one thing I just want to point out to look for with Wolf good intel. and the way he plays. Yeah, yeah I, no, right. I don't try to force groups if I really don't like them. So yeah, I, I don't know if you guys are looking at groups. Let me know if you if there's another one. But I mean, so let's let's talk about Tiger. So on tomorrow, um, Tiger's tea time. His group is it's him, Shane Lowry, and Andy Ogletree. So Tiger Woods, this is to win round one. 
So Tiger Woods plus 100, Shane Lowry plus 140, Andy Ogletree plus 500. I like Shane Lowry. Not gonna lie, I think I think he's gonna play well. I think he's gonna do halfway decent in this tournament. And he's gonna get off to a decent start. He's definitely gonna be better than Tiger, in my opinion. At plus one forty. What do you guys think? Not bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going through the list right now too. The what were those again? Lowry. I do like that. So, yeah. So yeah, Tiger. You got Shane oh, Lowry yeah. and Andy Ogletree. Shane Lowry is plus 140, and Andy up. Ogletree is plus 500. Absolutely. I, yeah, I like Shane Lowry. Yeah, I like that a lot. What are some other good ones here I see? How about – this is the first day. This is a really good group here, by the way. This first, One of the first groups, uh, 744. Patrick Reed, Paul Casey, and Tony Finau. That's a really, really good group, first of all, just for the first round. And Patrick Reed is plus 140. Paul Casey plus two fifty, Tony Finau plus one sixty. Mm. I I like Paul Casey. I, 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 like I Paul think Casey. we all are. I love Finau, I love Finau but I, I think Paul Casey is going to play well in this tournament as well. I think there's absolutely value there for Paul Casey to play well. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I, I'm not. A, I'm really not big on watch. Casey. He's kind of like falling off. I, I I don't think he's had like a good year this past year, has he? I mean, he's been okay. Um, I'm trying to remember. He, I'm pretty sure he finished top ten in one tournament. I'm gonna look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure he finished top ten or close to it in a, a tournament. It might have been the. I'm um, taking Reed PGA. there. Yeah, I mean, I like yeah, Reed. I like Reed there a lot too. But in terms of value, I like mm. Paul Casey in that group for sure. Okay, so let's go through a few more, and then if we got anything else? Holler, holler at me. Let let us know. Um, okay, so what else do we have? Any good groups? I'm looking at just round one, so let's let's look at. I mean, yeah. we haven't touched upon Adam Scott. I'd like Ooh, to hear what people think about that's Adam That's a good Scott. call. I see he's he's paired up with Colin Morikawa and Tyrell Hatton. That's, that's a really good group. group. Uh, Adam Scott's at plus two hundred, Morikawa Ooh, plus one eighty, and that's Hatton tough. at plus one fifty. That's tough. That's a tough one. Well that's a tough one. Um, I mean, my gut wants to go with Scott, but I might just stay away from that. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's just, not. He's not getting much. He plays well right now. Nobody's really talking about him, and yes, he's, he he's a yep. he's a past Masters winner. No, yeah, he won in I can't remember what year. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot, maybe like twenty twelve. I don't know. It was, it was over five years ago. Yeah, something, but, uh, like, something like that. Yeah, I like Scott. I'm definitely sprinkling some Scott outright. I don't think he's going to win, but, I mean, you barbell that with a top 20. I mean, he came 18th last year. Um, yeah, he won in 2013. He goes right. Yeah, he's another pretty consistent guy. I mean, nothing too crazy, but he's got second place. He'll know how place, to manage first, the course. Ninth, 14th. So he's definitely... So maybe a first round there at, or that in that grouping, he's not bad at plus two hundred. I know that's a really tough group with Morikawa, but maybe the first time player and Morikawa. You just mentioned because uh, Scott's past champion. What do you guys have? You guys looked at the top past champion odds? So Patrick Reed's plus three fifty. Then he got Bubba at plus 360, Adam Scott plus 500, Woods plus 500, Spieth plus 650, and Zach Johnson plus 1,000. 
Whoa, 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 wait. Top six. Tiger Woods plus five hundred for the pa- top pass champion. Guys, yep. That's that's such a dog shit line. He shouldn't. He, I'm sorry. I I love Tiger, but he shouldn't be. He should be higher than that. He should be like six hundred, seven hundred. How about plus San- How about Sandy Lyle at plus ten thousand? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Sandy, exactly. Sandy Lyle. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna bet Reed there plus three fifty. Um. I just, I'm just on Reed all over this week. You could also do top three. Um, I like Adam Scott top three plus one twenty five. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm taking Reed there plus three fifty top pass champ. Oh. It seems like DraftKings has a little bit more. Um, yeah, they have so many uh, like, like opportunities so many to bet. Yeah, mm. yeah. DraftKings with golf is probably the best, in my opinion, at least in New Jersey. I guess the last thing that I just want to talk about is: Do you guys see any value in ever doing some hole scores? Like, I know that, like, obviously the like the big one, obviously at the Masters, is hole ten. Um, but like, I, I know there's a lot of like, are they going to birdie par? bogey or worse stuff like that um i know that's another fun one just to like, get the the blood flowing like for live bets or... <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um i don't do that i i'm just yep. like i don't know i just i just want to lock in my bets and, and just watch but uh yeah no i'm, I'm i, I kind of stay away from that yeah agree like if i want to get the juices flowing and i just want to feel good when I'm watching the game or watching the, the tournament. So I'll do them sometimes, but I don't know. I do, I do those pretty rarely, honestly. I d- yeah. The only time I think I've ever done it is if like, I see someone kind of falling apart and coming up to like a par five or something like that you're kind of hoping that they shank their drive or something like that. And then you, That's you, true. you pop on that bogey or worse bet, but That's it, is, it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun to do. It's, it's like if you're live betting a football game or yeah, it's, I, like I you're just, that, it's like that drive, you're living off the, edge of your seats either you're if you bet the birdie you're hoping for a great drive if you bet bogey you're you know what i mean it's just right away you're knowing what's gonna happen yeah it's like betting in a football game like are they gonna punt the ball are they gonna score a touchdown and you kick a field goal it's like that sort of thing so it, it's fun to do i mean I, I do it for fun i wouldn't i wouldn't say there's oh, any yeah, real yeah, value in it you don't, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. well, it's just like just to have fun and watch watch golf actually something that's uh that you can find value in live betting for this year I'm not sure if it's the first round. I, I think it's the first round. So they're starting kind of like a shotgun or not a shotgun, but they're starting, they're sending guys off 10 as well as off one. And for the guy, if you find out who's teeing off 10, that's a man's corner. Those are the three hardest holes in the course. So say, yeah. say you get a Xander, you want to bet JT or Xander that there's plus 1300 right now. And it's like, crap, but he's teeing off 10, you know, watch the first couple of holes. Maybe they, you know, maybe they, you know, have a bogey, get some better odds there. So something to keep in mind. Yeah, no, that's a good call. Agreed. Agreed. All right. There's a million, as we talked about, there's like a million different bets you can do <laughs> in the Masters it, and any golf tournament. It's, it's the best week in golf. It's the best tournament by and far of the year. Again, supposed to happen in April, and now it's happening. It's happening in November, but at least it's happening, right? It's. I am excited. I'm pumped up. I cannot wait to watch the Masters. And there's again, obviously, a million different bets you could do. And I'm probably going to look through some more um, after we we stop the podcast. But but all right. Um, as far as bets go, I think we that's can we much can tweet it. them out. Um, yeah, 
we'll definitely be tweeting up from our page. But if we can put Dave's handle in there, if he has a Twitter, uh, we'll not. definitely include his place. No, no worries. <laughs> well, we can well we can include your place. We can tweet him out as well. So uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, unless and again, I'll, I'm going to point this out too because just whoever's listening is our plays like for things like this, like unless we say they're official plays, like they're not, we're not going to count towards a record win or loss. So like things like future, like we, I talked about this a couple podcasts ago. We talked about, uh, we did an MLB futures episode. And again, we didn't end up releasing because of COVID, but um, none of those plays count towards our official record. Like when we're picking futures or, or things like that. So for this, we're kind of just this for lack of a better term, we're kind of just discussing, the masters and what we like, what we don't like, things like that. They're not going to go towards our official record win or loss. So if I end up picking a winner, that'd be awesome. If Dave ends up picking a winner, it'd be great. Same thing with Aiden, but we're not going to count it towards our official record. Yep. Win or loss. So what are you guys, just if you guys want to do like maybe one and duns and then just like one lock bet, like go around. Um, if I have to, am I one and done just cause I have so much allocated. I'm going read. I'm going read 30 to one. To win another green jacket? Yeah. I probably should do Cantley, but uh, <laughs> I already just said it, so uh, I'm locking that in. Uh, and uh, then probably my lock bet, Siwoo Kim, top 30, plus 150, ship it. All right. <laughs> I like, I like that. it. Um, I would say the lo- uh, I'd go with John Rom for the winner. Um, and then my lock bet, it would be Ricky Fowler at plus 145, top 20. Ooh. And for me, if I was to pick for a favorite, like probably my favorite pick in this whole tournament to win is probably Justin Thomas plus 1,200 is my favorite, who I think absolutely could win this whole thing. And absolute lock of a bet here, absolute <laughs> lock. Tony Finau, top 20. Agreed. Absolute Agreed. lock. That's an <laughs> that absolute is a lock. lock. It's minus 125, but that is an absolute lock. There's no shot. Yeah. He- he finishes that side. He's going to finish I top agree. 10. <laughs> Love it. Solid lock. But I think that's that's all we got for tonight. We discussed a lot. Um, so whoever's listening, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at BTLpod20. And we also have an Instagram page as well. I think it's, it's at Between the Lines 20 is the Instagram handle. But I think it's, that's all we got. So, Dave, thanks for, thanks coming, for, on thanks for coming on, Dave. Good luck. Yeah, it's great. Great to have you on. Thank you. And for everyone listening, Peace and good luck this weekend. Later. Later.